International AI Safety Dialogues. Benefits, Risks, and Best Practices. Institute for AI Policy and Strategy. October 2023. Abstract. Events that bring together stakeholders from a range of countries to talk about AI safety, henceforth, safety dialogues, are a promising way to reduce large-scale risks from advanced AI systems. The goal of this report is to help safety dialogue organizers make these events as effective as possible at reducing such risks. We first identify best practices for organizers, drawing on research about comparable past events, literature about Track 2 diplomacy, and our experience with international relations topics in AI governance. We then identify harmful outcomes that might result from safety dialogues, and ideas for how organizers can avoid them. Finally, we overview promising AI safety interventions that have already been identified, and that might be particularly fruitful to discuss during a safety dialogue. Heading. Executive Summary. Introduction. International AI Safety Dialogues, Safety Dialogues, are events that bring together stakeholders from a range of countries to talk about AI safety. With this report, we aim to help organizers of safety dialogues, to make these events as effective as possible at reducing large-scale risks from advanced AI. We predominantly focus on a specific type of safety dialogue with the following properties. Focus on catastrophic or even existential risks from highly advanced yet misaligned AI systems. Include participants from, at least, US and Chinese institutions. Include only participants that are not official representatives of their governments, along the lines of, track 2, diplomacy. Mainly include participants with a technical AI background. That said, we expect that many of our findings would apply to safety dialogues more broadly and that it would be valuable for a range of different and complementary safety dialogues to occur. In this report, we first highlight best practices for safety dialogue organizers. We then discuss downsides that organizers should attempt to avoid. Finally, we describe proposed AI safety interventions that it might be particularly fruitful to discuss at safety dialogues. Subheading. Best practices for organizers. Drawing on research about comparable past events, literature about Track 2 diplomacy, and our experience with international relations topics in AI governance, we identify the following best practices that organizers can follow to increase the likelihood that safety dialogues successfully contribute to reducing large-scale AI risks. Subheading. Culture of the safety dialogues. Make the dialogue nonpartisan in order to avoid alienating some potential participants or outside stakeholders. In particular, safety dialogues should not be biased for or against the US or China, and they should be seen as such. Organizers can contribute to this by seeking nonpartisan sources to fund the safety dialogue. The truth-seeking spirit described immediately below may also be helpful for reducing partisanship. Promote a spirit of collaborative truth-seeking among participants, rather than more adversarial framings such as negotiations. For example, organizers could encourage participants to work together to better understand relevant technical questions. Similarly, organizers could encourage participants to work together in areas where they can agree, such as technical questions relating to alignment, even if agreement on other topics, such as US-China relations, is harder. Create high-trust relationships between the participants. For example, organizers can encourage social interactions between participants. Additionally, organizers should try to ensure that participants understand the limits of each other's influence, 
So that trust is not damaged if participants notice another participant's organization doing something that is inconsistent with the views expressed by that participant. Create high trust relationships between the participants and facilitators. For example, facilitators can demonstrate that they care about the perspectives of individual participants, such as by avoiding seeming judgmental towards particular perspectives. Subheading. Communicating about safety dialogues to outsiders. Maintain confidentiality about what was said by whom. A Chatham House rule would make it easier for participants to speak freely, contributing to high-quality discussion. Consider maintaining confidentiality about who is attending. There are advantages to this approach, such as by making it easier for some participants to attend and speak freely. That said, there are also disadvantages, such as potentially reducing the perceived credibility of the safety dialogues. Organizers should weigh the advantages and disadvantages for their specific case. One, best of both worlds, approach may be to publicly announce only some of the participants' names. Consider publishing a readout after the dialogue. Depending on participants' views, a readout could create common knowledge about participants' concerns, and the fact that experts in both the US and China are concerned about AI risks. This might motivate further AI safety work, and help avoid a scenario where US and Chinese actors both avoid implementing AI safety measures because of a belief that these will not be reciprocated. Subheading. Content of the event. Facilitators should provide inputs to encourage participants down a productive path, such as flagging ways in which participants may be talking past each other, and providing relevant empirical information, for example, technical findings about alignment, that might not be known to all participants. Sometimes split participants into working groups, particularly when the main group is deadlocked. This might make it easier to find a position that all participants can share. Subheading. Selecting participants to invite. Choose participants who will engage constructively, for example because they are keen to work with others to improve AI safety and will follow the norms of the safety dialogue. Consider including participants from a range of countries. While this has some potential downsides, we expect that this would generally be helpful, even if the main goal of the summit is to improve AI safety efforts specifically in the US and China. For example, Including third countries might make participants less likely to view the event through the frame of zero-sum competition between the U.S. and China. Avoiding this frame might make it easier for participants to find areas where they or their institutions can cooperate to promote safety. Consider the right level of participant turnover between dialogues if the dialogues are recurring. On the one hand, a high turnover rate would increase the number of participants that meet each other potentially creating a higher number of valuable relationships. On the other hand, repeated interactions between the same participants could be helpful for creating particularly strong relationships. We expect that the right balance between these considerations will vary from case to case. Subheading. Logistical details. Choose a suitable location, such as by considering accessibility to participants, comfort, and a relatively neutral location. For example, Singapore and Switzerland each have fairly good relations with both the US and China. Reduce language barriers, such as by providing translators or by creating glossaries of key AI safety terms. The process of convening experts to create these glossaries may itself be a helpful basis for cooperation on AI safety. Subheading. Harmful outcomes to avoid. 
Safety dialogues could lead to harmful outcomes, reducing the overall value of the safety dialogue, or even causing the safety dialogue to do more harm than good. We overview possible harmful outcomes that are particularly concerning and suggest ways for organizers to reduce these risks. Promoting interest in AI capabilities disproportionately, relative to AI safety. Discussions about the risks from powerful AI systems might backfire if participants focus too strongly on the potential benefits of powerful AI and too little on the risks. Similarly, safety dialogues might backfire if participants become focused on competition around developing powerful new systems, rather than cooperation to avoid catastrophe. These worldviews might cause participants to promote reckless AI development without sufficient attention to safety. Facilitators should aim to keep participants focused on the topic of the safety dialogue, that is safety concerns around AI. Additionally, it may be helpful to avoid focusing discussions on potential military applications of AI. National security is often framed in a zero-sum way, and so is particularly likely to promote thinking about competitive strategic dynamics, as opposed to accident risks that might affect everyone. Reducing the influence of safety concerns. Poorly managed safety dialogues could reduce the influence of safety-focused actors, such as the people who choose to attend these dialogues. For example, US and Chinese participants meeting each other could be seen by some outsiders as improperly engaging adversaries, hurting the careers or credibility of these participants. As another example, government officials may interpret participants' actions as unauthorized efforts to influence foreign policy, provoking backlash. To prevent this, organizers can emphasize the value of cooperating, even with rivals, to reduce risks, and highlight that there have been many examples of this in the past. Additionally, organizers should consider inviting participants from a range of countries, even if the organizers are primarily aiming to promote dialogue between participants from US and Chinese institutions. Having third countries might somewhat reduce the likelihood of safety dialogues being seen through the lens of US-China geopolitical competition, potentially making them less controversial to outsiders. Diffusing AI Capabilities Insights AI safety dialogues might inadvertently spread technical insights about how to build more powerful AI systems. This capabilities diffusion could be harmful in two ways. First, it could accelerate progress at the AI capabilities frontier, leaving less time for safety preparations before the most advanced AI systems are extremely powerful. Second, it could spread technical know-how among more actors, making coordination on safety more difficult and increasing the likelihood that one actor uses advanced AI in a reckless or malicious way. To reduce the likelihood of capabilities diffusion, organizers could establish guidelines against sharing technical specifics, select participants who are likely to follow these guidelines and focus discussions on conceptual issues, where capabilities diffusion is less likely. Subheading. Interventions to discuss at safety dialogues. We highlight potential AI safety interventions that have already been identified, and that it might be particularly fruitful to discuss at safety dialogues. Discussing these interventions at safety dialogues could help create consensus and understanding about which interventions would be technically and politically achievable. Safety dialogues may also be a helpful stepping stone to any international coordination that is needed in order to implement desirable AI safety interventions. That said, safety dialogues might work best if all participants have a sense of co-creating. As such, if organizers do suggest discussing specific proposals during a safety dialogue, they should be sure to leave enough room that individual participants can meaningfully shape the end result of the discussion. 
First, we overview an overarching high-level plan for reducing catastrophic risk from advanced AI. The plan could be implemented by individual countries, but might be particularly effective if countries cooperated to implement it at an international level. Licensing of cutting-edge training runs. AI labs would be required to obtain a license from a regulator before training highly capable new models. Pre-deployment safety evaluations. Before deployment, models would have to undergo rigorous evaluations to assess the capability of the model to do harm, and or its propensity to do so. Tracking large compute clusters. Cutting-edge AI systems require significant compute, such that monitoring the locations of AI, relevant chips may provide a tractable way to enforce regulations about licensing and safety evaluations. We then discuss standalone measures that individual AI labs or other actors could implement to improve safety. For example, labs should conduct risk assessments before deploying particularly capable models, and policymakers should improve monitoring of AI safety incidents so that society can better learn from them. Heading 1. Introduction Recent events have caused widespread concern about catastrophic and even existential risks associated with advanced AI systems. This concern has, rightly, in our view, created significant demand for interventions that might address these risks. International AI Safety Dialogues, Safety Dialogues, for short, seem to us to be a promising AI safety intervention. Safety Dialogues is our term for events that bring together stakeholders from a range of countries to talk about AI safety. Two possible effects of safety dialogues are particularly promising. First, safety dialogues might increase concern and understanding about AI safety among AI-relevant actors around the world. This would help them to make better decisions in relation to AI safety. Second, safety dialogues may be a helpful stepping stone towards deeper international cooperation on AI safety. Given that many proposed AI safety interventions, such as treaties or a global AI regulator, Altman et al., 2023. Ho et al., 2023. Marcus and Royal, 2023, would require significant international cooperation. Such a stepping stone could be extremely valuable. The goal of this report is to help safety dialogues to be as effective as possible for reducing catastrophic and existential risks from AI. Our recommendations are primarily aimed at people who are organizing, funding, or facilitating safety dialogues, organizers though some of the recommendations may also apply to safety dialogue participants. In this report, we focus on a specific type of safety dialogue. We expect that this type would be particularly helpful at getting participants to converge on AI safety actions that their respective institutions and countries should be taking, and at encouraging these actors to take these actions. This safety dialogue has the following properties. Focus on catastrophic or existential risks from AI alignment failures. Having a somewhat narrow scope might make it easier for participants to make progress. We do not mean to imply, however, that other risks from AI are unimportant or should not also be addressed, including in other safety dialogues. Include participants from, at least, US and Chinese institutions. We focus on these countries because they are among the leaders in building powerful, and so potentially dangerous, AI systems. Simultaneously, they have a very strained relationship making it less likely that safety-relevant cooperation and information sharing would emerge between them by default. As such, successful dialogues involving the US and China seem particularly valuable. Only include participants that are not official representatives of their governments, along the lines of Track 2 diplomacy. 
That said, even if participants are not official government representatives, we expect that participants from Chinese institutions will on average have closer government connections than their US counterparts. Although we do not think that Chinese participants should be excluded for this reason, we expect that it will influence the dynamics of safety dialogues. For example, it might affect how non-Chinese participants interpret the words of their Chinese counterparts, and it may limit what Chinese participants can say. Mainly include participants with a technical background in machine learning or in AI more broadly. Despite this scoping decision, we expect that other types of safety dialogues would also be helpful and could complement the type of dialogue described here. For example, we are glad that the UK government is hosting an AI Safety Summit, Department for Science, Innovation and Technology, 2023. Moreover, we expect that much of this report, in particular, sections 2 and 3, would apply to other types of safety dialogue, such as the UK Summit. After the introduction, this report has three main sections. Section 2 focuses on best practices for organizing and running safety dialogues. We primarily highlight lessons that have been learned elsewhere and apply them to this new context. Section 3 identifies possible harmful outcomes from safety dialogues that organizers should try to avoid. It gives some thoughts on how to do so. Section 4 lays out various AI governance interventions that would benefit from greater international consensus and that seem promising to us. These possible interventions may be particularly fruitful to discuss during safety dialogues. Heading 2. Best Practices for Organizers In the first section, we identify best practices for organizers of international AI safety dialogues. We expect that safety dialogues will be particularly effective at reducing catastrophic and existential misalignment risk, if organizers follow these best practices. We first describe our research method, and then give a series of recommendations, grouping by theme. Subheading. Method for identifying recommendations. Because there is little existing work specifically about safety dialogues, our recommendations come from three complementary strands of knowledge, described just below. As we flag, all three strands have limitations for making recommendations about safety dialogues. As such, it is possible that organizers should deviate from our recommendations in cases where our rationale for a given best practice does not seem to apply. Strand 1. Published work about analogous past events. In our first strand, we looked for specific past events that are analogous to safety dialogues. We were particularly interested in events that shared two key characteristics with safety dialogues. The first characteristic is that the event brings together participants from different countries, and, in particular, countries that have a strained relationship with each other. The second characteristic is that the goal of the event is to reduce risks, particularly high-stakes risks, from a powerful technology. We found three cases that are particularly relevant. Pugwash conferences during the Cold War. From 1957 these conferences brought together scientists from both sides of the Iron Curtain to discuss nuclear arms control, Kraft and Sachs, 2020. We focus particularly on this example because it seems more relevant than the others, and because there is an especially rich literature about it. Asilomar Conference, 1975. Asilomar brought together scientists to discuss possible hazards and suggest safety guidelines for recombinant DNA research. RDNA was seen as a dangerous new technology at the time, Grace, 2015. Cross-cultural AI ethics and governance workshop series, from 2019. These workshops bring together participants from eastern and western countries to improve coordination on AI, 
but do not center on catastrophic or existential risks, Center for Long-Term Artificial Intelligence, 2022, Ohaigate et al., 2020. We provide additional detail on all three cases in the appendix. This appendix also includes discussion of disanalogies between these cases and safety dialogues, as well as additional cases that we considered including. Strand 2. Published work about Track 2 Diplomacy. In our second strand, we looked in the literature for best practices that have been identified in relation to Track 2 Diplomacy. Following the original definition, we use Track 2 Diplomacy to mean unofficial, informal interaction between members of adversarial groups or nations with the goals of developing strategies, influencing public opinion, and organizing human and material resources in ways that might help resolve the conflict. Jones, 2015, page 9. We mostly draw on Burgess and Burgess, 2010, and Jones, 2015. Both sources are primarily handbooks for running Track 2 processes, written by experienced practitioners. Track 2 events and safety dialogues have important similarities. For example, both bring together non-government individuals from countries with strained relationships. That said, the Track 2 processes that Burgess and Burgess and Jones have in mind are primarily focused on resolving violent conflict particularly between subnational groups. This is disanalogous to safety dialogues. Strand 3. Tacit knowledge from the AI governance field. Finally, we used our own reasoning and experience of the AI governance field to create recommendations. We specialize in AI governance as it relates to international relations and or China studies. That said, we have limited experience with safety dialogues in particular. Subheading. Best practice, recommendations. Drawing on these three strands, we identified the following best practices for safety dialogues. The best practices can be read in any order. As highlighted before, we focused on a particular type of safety dialogue when identifying these best practices. We are primarily writing about safety dialogues that focus on catastrophic or existential risk from AI misalignment and that include participants from U.S. and Chinese institutions who are not official representatives of their governments. Although some best practices will apply to safety dialogues in general, we expect that some best practices will not apply to safety dialogues that are, for example, primarily between governments. Subheading. Culture of the safety dialogues. By culture, we primarily mean the norms and understandings that are shared by organizers and participants of safety dialogues. We make several recommendations here for what culture organizers should attempt to create. Subheading. Make the dialogue nonpartisan. Safety dialogues should be, and be correctly seen as, nonpartisan. In particular, safety dialogues that include participants from institutions in the US and China should not be seen in these countries as biased, for or against the US and or China. Additionally, safety dialogues would ideally not be associated with a particular position on the political spectrum, such as Democratic or Republican in the U.S. context. If safety dialogues are seen as biased against a particular actor, such as a particular group or country, that actor is less likely to engage with recommendations from the safety dialogue or its participants. It may also be harder to attract participants to an event that is seen as politically biased. There are several ways in which organizers can ensure that safety dialogues are nonpartisan and that they are seen as such. Use nonpartisan funding, such as from nonpartisan foundations, to pay for the safety dialogue. In this context, nonpartisan foundations are primarily ones that are not strongly associated with a particular political party, 
as well as ones that are not strongly associated with a particularly hawkish or dovish stance towards other countries that will be represented at the relevant safety dialogue. Invite participants with diverse views about the other countries that are sending participants. This would reduce the likelihood of participants being exclusively hawkish or dovish towards the other countries. Safety dialogues should have a spirit of collaborative truth-seeking, even when participants have ideological disagreements, as discussed immediately below. Subheading. Promote a spirit of collaborative truth-seeking. We hope that participants will approach safety dialogues with a collaborative and truth-seeking mindset. This is in contrast to a mindset that sees the dialogues as more adversarial, or like a negotiation. There is some reason to think that participants would have a more adversarial mindset, unless organizers work to avoid this. AI development, especially in relation to the US and China, is often seen through a competitive and zero-sum lens. Toner et al., 2023. Zwetslut et al., 2018. A collaborative truth-seeking mindset might have two benefits over a more adversarial mindset. First, this mindset would help participants to arrive at beliefs about AI risks that are more likely to be true, better informing any efforts to reduce these risks. Second, this mindset would promote cooperative relationships between participants, making them better able to work together, including after a safety dialogue, to reduce risks. This mindset seems to have been helpful in past cases. In the Pugwash conferences, for example, organizers conceptualized these events as primarily scientific. A key part of this vision was the belief that participants, as scientists, were particularly able to cooperate, despite the hostility between their home countries, Kraft and Sachs, 2020, pages 13-16. Reality did not always match this vision, but Kraft and Sachs, 2020, page 16, write that the cooperative atmosphere that it promoted was nevertheless somewhat helpful for Pugwash's goals. Additionally, Jones identifies. The problem-solving workshop as a best practice in track two processes. Similar to the collaborative truth-seeking mindset, these discussions are not meant to be forums where positions are repeated, but rather where joint analysis can lead to agreed-on understandings of the underlying causes of the dispute, Jones, 2015, page 114. There are several ways in which organizers can contribute to a spirit of collaborative truth-seeking during safety dialogues. Demonstrate collaborative truth-seeking. For example, people who are facilitating a safety dialogue can ask open-ended questions to understand participants' views rather than interrogating their beliefs. Restate participants' views to check understanding before responding, rather than jumping to critique their perspective. Highlight areas of agreement between participants before exploring disagreements. Seek to synthesize different perspectives into new solutions, rather than treating disagreements as zero-sum conflicts. Encourage participants to identify shared goals related to AI safety at the start of the dialogue. Highlighting these shared goals could help participants to temporarily set aside broader differences and stay focused on reducing risks. Similarly, facilitators could explicitly ask participants to set aside broader disagreements that they may have, in order to more productively work together to reduce shared risks from AI. Encourage technical discussions between participants, such as by including these discussions in the agenda. Relevant agenda items could include discussions of research findings about AI alignment challenges, proposals for safer AI development practices, and brainstorming new technical solutions to AI risks. We expect that it would be easier in technical discussions for participants to have the type of mindset that we describe. That said, broader policy dialogues are also important, 
so organizers should think carefully about how to balance technical and policy discussions. Subheading. Create high trust relationships between the participants. If participants have a high trust relationship with each other, they might be better able to have productive conversations during the safety dialogue. Additionally, they might be better able to coordinate after the safety dialogue to get desirable AI safety interventions implemented. Here are some examples of how organizers could contribute to these high-trust relationships. Encourage social interactions between participants. Shared activities and informal interactions might help participants to develop stronger relationships with each other, promoting trust, and thus making progress easier. This phenomenon seems to have been helpful both for the Pugwash conferences, as well as for various Track 2 dialogues, Jones, 2015, pages 127-128. Kraft and Sachs, 2020, page 22. Ensure that participants understand the limits of each other's influence. Different participants will inevitably have differing levels of influence over the organizations with which they are affiliated. Participants should understand each other's level of influence, or at least that other participants' level of influence may be low. If not, trust and interpersonal relationships might be damaged when, for example, an organization does something that is inconsistent with the views expressed by participants associated with that organization. Promote a spirit of collaborative truth-seeking, as discussed above. As well as the benefits described previously. This ethos might contribute to high-trust relationships because it gives the participants experience of collaborating with each other. Subheading. Create high-trust relationships between the participants and facilitators. The literature on Track 2 Diplomacy stresses the importance of a high-trust relationship between people who are facilitating the process and participants, and notes that this relationship might not exist by default, Burgess and Burgess, 2010, page 50. Jones, 2015, pages 102-104. Those authors suggest various ways in which facilitators can contribute to a high-trust relationship. Two ways in particular might apply well to safety dialogues. Facilitators should demonstrate that they are listening to participants and care about their perspectives. For example, they can ask non-threatening and open-ended questions to avoid appearing judgmental. Facilitators should be open about their motivations for taking the role. If these motivations come out later and are not what participants expect, this is harmful for trust. Subheading. Communicating about safety dialogues to outsiders. Subheading. Maintain confidentiality about what was said by whom. We recommend that organizers implement a Chatham House norm where participants can use the information that they learn from a safety dialogue but not reveal the identity of the speaker. Chatham House Rule, ND. This norm would make it easier for participants to speak freely, contributing to high-quality discussion. Additionally, this norm might prevent a beneficial proposal for increasing AI safety from becoming controversial, because it is known to have originated from a particular source. That said, confidentiality may reduce accountability in significant and harmful ways. We expect that confidentiality is overall beneficial for the specific safety dialogue that we have in mind but that it may do more harm than good in other types of safety dialogue, such as intergovernmental meetings. Subheading. Consider maintaining confidentiality about who is attending. It might be beneficial for there to be confidentiality from the public about who is attending, or at least for only some attendees' identities to be made public. Organizers should consider setting this norm, but we are unsure whether organizers should in fact implement it.
we expect that the answer will vary from case to case. Keeping the attendee list of safety dialogues confidential from the public might be beneficial for at least two reasons. First, it could lower political risks for participants, encouraging more attendance. Second, it could prevent the event's participants or discussion topics from being associated with controversial figures who attend. This reduces the likelihood that participants or discussion topics would lose credibility among non-participants because of their associations. On the other hand, there is also at least one reason it might be counterproductive to keep participants' identities confidential from the public. This might prevent participants from gaining credibility they would otherwise gain from being seen to be working to increase safety. That credibility could provide a further incentive to attend and increase the participants' ability to actually improve AI safety. It might therefore be best to make public the identities of attendees for whom the benefits of that outweigh the costs, but not of other attendees, and to note publicly that this partial confidentiality approach is being taken. Subheading. Consider publishing a readout after the dialogue. We expect that much of the influence of the safety dialogue described in this report would come from participants interacting privately with the organizations with which they are associated. That said, there could also be several advantages to publishing a public readout at the end of the safety dialogue. The readout could highlight participants' concerns about AI safety, contributing to, common, knowledge that some experts are concerned about risks from advanced AI. See joint statements organized by the Future of Life Institute, PAWS Giant AI Experiments, 2023, and the Center for AI Safety, Statement on AI Risk, 2023, for earlier examples of efforts to create this knowledge. If a safety dialogue includes participants from institutions in the US and China, then the readout would contribute to knowledge that experts from both the US and China are concerned about AI safety risks. We hope that this would encourage efforts for these countries to put aside their disagreements in other areas in order to cooperate to reduce shared risks from AI. This might also help avoid a scenario where US and Chinese actors both avoid implementing AI safety measures because of a belief that these will not be reciprocated. The readout could direct people who are concerned about AI safety to specific next steps that would be helpful. For example, the readout could suggest policies or interventions that the participants believe would reduce risks and would like to see implemented. Additionally, the readout could highlight topics where the participants would like more research because they are still uncertain or without consensus. This could be a good way to direct talent and funding towards important research questions. We suggested above that it might be better for the identities of participants not to be revealed publicly. If organizers do choose this approach, then it might be harder to publish a readout that attracts significant attention. That said, the readout could presumably at least indicate the kinds of people who attended, or name some of the participants, and so attract attention in these ways. Subheading. Content of the event. Subheading. Provide inputs to encourage participants down a productive path. Jones, 2015, pages 105-108, describes three inputs that facilitators can provide to help participants in track two processes. We expect that this taxonomy would also help people who are facilitating safety dialogues to conceptualize their contributions to safety dialogue conversations. We present a slightly adapted version of it. Theoretical inputs are comments that introduce existing concepts, models, and empirical findings. For example, facilitators could provide information about technical AI safety findings. 
Similarly, facilitators could inform participants about possible interventions identified by the AI governance field, such as the interventions described in Section 4 of this report. Content observations are interpretations of the content that is being said by participants. This can help participants to understand each other better, such as if some participants do not articulate their views clearly, or if participants talk past each other, such as because of cultural differences. Process observations highlight how the event is unfolding and the broader implications of this. Jones gives an example where two groups of participants each believed that the politics of their own side was complex and messy, while the politics of their other side was ordered. By highlighting these contradictory perceptions, Jones broke a deadlock that stemmed from each side thinking that the other had to be the first to initiate action. Subheading. Sometimes split participants into working groups. If participants are struggling to make progress on a particular topic, or are deadlocked, one solution might be to delegate the question to a smaller working group. Working groups can make it easier to create consensus in multiple ways, Burgess and Burgess, 2010, page 58. Jones, 2015, page 72. Meaningful discussions between smaller groups of people are often easier. Organizers can select participants who have relevant expertise to be in the working group. This might be helpful if the topic at hand requires specialized knowledge. Organizers can select participants who will find it particularly easy to have productive conversations with each other. Subheading. Selecting participants to invite. Subheading. Choose participants who will engage constructively. We recommend that organizers select participants who are likely to engage constructively with the process. Experts on Track 2 Diplomacy have identified several characteristics that lead to constructive engagement, Burgess and Burgess, 2010, page 41. Jones, 2015, pages 123-126. We suspect that many of these would also apply to safety dialogues. We list them here, adapting them slightly to this context. Participants should. Here's a list of bullet points. See the problem realistically and appreciate how difficult it might be to solve. In this context, the problem could be both the technical difficulties around AI safety, as well as the political difficulties that might make it harder to reduce AI risks, such as international tensions. Have a tendency to follow the rules and norms that are established for the safety dialogue. Be well connected to groups that the safety dialogue would ideally influence. Be ready to look beyond official positions and to develop alternative and new ideas. Want to solve the issues that are being discussed. Have good interpersonal skills. Be seen as thoughtful, honest, and trustworthy. That's the end of the list. Subheading. Consider including participants from a range of countries. This report focuses particularly on dialogues involving participants from at least US and Chinese institutions. That said, even if organizers are primarily interested in creating relationships between these countries, they should consider including participants from a wider range of countries, for several reasons. AI expertise is not just concentrated in the US and China, and various other jurisdictions are also important for AI governance, Mass, 2023, pages 89-91. Forums that are only attended by a small number of great powers are sometimes seen as less legitimate by key stakeholders. Including third countries might make safety dialogue participants less likely to view the event through the frame of zero-sum competition between the US and China. 
Avoiding this frame might make it easier for participants from the US and China to find areas where they or their institutions can cooperate to promote safety, even if the overall relationship between their countries is poor. We expect it would generally be better to include participants from a range of countries. That said, there are some disadvantages compared to a dialogue between participants from just the US and China. It is often harder for a wider range of actors to reach consensus or agreement. They are likely to have a wider range of views and incentives. Many third countries that have leading AI experts are US allies. As a result, including third country experts might make the safety dialogue feel skewed against China. As an alternative, organizers could deliberately invite participants from neutral or China-allied countries. This might mean, however, that there are more participants without highly relevant backgrounds, potentially reducing the quality of discussion or the potential influence of the safety dialogue. Subheading. Consider the right level of participant turnover between dialogues. If there are multiple dialogues over time, organizers would need to decide how much participant turnover they would want between these different events, that is the extent to which it is the same people attending each event. Organizers should try to strike a balance between competing considerations. On the one hand, a high turnover rate would increase the number of participants that meet each other, potentially creating more relationships. On the other hand, repeated interactions between the same participants could be helpful for creating particularly strong relationships. Burgess and Burgess, 2010, pages 58-59. Additionally, if participants have already attended a dialogue, they are more likely to be familiar with the norms for how the dialogue is run. Subheading. Logistical details. Subheading. Choose a suitable location. Based on his experience of running Track 2 events, Jones, 2015, pages 126-128, identifies several important characteristics for choosing a location for Track 2 events. We expect that these characteristics would generally also be valuable for safety dialogues. Social opportunities. The location should allow for shared experiences such as meals and excursions. These would promote informal interactions and relationship building among participants. Accessibility. Choose a location that is easy for participants to reach. This involves not only geographical considerations but also logistical factors such as air connections and visa requirements. Comfort. The venue should be comfortable so that participants are in a good mood and well-rested, as well to show appreciation for participants attending. Neutral ground. The venue should ideally be located on neutral ground, a place that is not perceived as providing any side with more symbolic control. This might make participants more able or willing to attend and make them more comfortable speaking freely. For example, Singapore and Switzerland each have fairly good relations with both the US and China, Chong, 2023. Grano and Weber, 2023. Subheading. Reduce language barriers. AI experts, including in China, often have good knowledge of English. That said, there may still be some cultural or language barriers among safety dialogue participants. The topics of safety dialogues are likely to be extremely technical. Additionally, some AI safety terms have different nuances in English and Chinese, making it easier for people who use these terms to talk past each other. Imbri and Kanya, 2019, pages 4-5. There are various ways to reduce these barriers. Organizers could select partly for particularly fluent English when choosing participants to invite. 
this might have the drawback of excluding some otherwise promising participants. The safety dialogue could include people who are attending as translators rather than as participants. Experts could convene to create glossaries explaining the nuances of technical terms in different languages. The process of creating these glossaries could itself be helpful for promoting international cooperation on AI safety. Imbri and Kanya, 2019, pages 4-5. Heading. 3. Harmful Outcomes to Avoid. International AI safety dialogues could lead to harmful outcomes, reducing the overall value of the safety dialogue, or even causing the safety dialogue to do more harm than good. We sketch out possible harmful outcomes that are particularly concerning to us and suggest ways for organizers to reduce these risks. Although organizers should try to reduce the risks that we describe, it will often be good for a safety dialogue to go ahead, even if the risks cannot be completely eliminated. The relevant question is not whether harm might occur, but whether the potential benefits outweigh the risks. Subheading. Promoting interest in AI capabilities disproportionately, relative to AI safety. The problem. Discussions of AI safety issues might increase people's beliefs that future AI systems could be extremely powerful. Arguments that AI could be capable of causing such extreme catastrophes generally involve the claim that AI could be very capable. This could backfire if people in these discussions become more concerned on ensuring that their group has such powerful systems rather than on ensuring that powerful AI systems are safe. These people might as a result promote capabilities progress excessively in relation to safety progress. Anecdotally, we and various people we know in the policy and AI research communities have had repeated experiences where others clearly reacted to information about large-scale AI risks partly by, at least temporarily, becoming more interested in and believing in the potential potency of AI, and being more interested in, their groups, developing or deploying it faster. We expect that promoting the rapid development of AI capabilities without sufficient emphasis on safety would increase AI. Safety risks. As a result, it would be harmful for safety dialogues to make participants internalize ideas about AI power but not ideas about AI risks. There are, of course, benefits to many AI developments, and there are important strategic considerations to consider about who develops particular kinds of systems. We expect, however, that accident risks will tend to receive insufficient attention, relative to these potential benefits and strategic implications. There are strong incentives to pursue beneficial AI deployments. It may also be easier for people to grasp some possible use cases of powerful AI than the possible risks. The arguments for AI risks can sometimes seem speculative. Additionally, participants' backgrounds might affect what ideas they internalize. For example, participants who are directly involved in AI development might be naturally inclined to focus on AI's potential. Solutions we encourage facilitators to keep participants on topic, that is safety concerns around AI. Additionally, it may be helpful to not focus discussions much on the potential military applications of AI, such as for cyber attacks or detecting submarines, Mass et al., 2022. National security is often framed in a zero-sum way, and so is particularly likely to promote thinking about competitive strategic dynamics, rather than accident risks that might affect everyone. Subheading. Reducing the influence of safety concerns. The problem. Poorly managed safety dialogues might reduce the influence over AI development of safety-focused actors. These actors might include specific individuals, such as safety dialogue participants, as well as the AI safety community more broadly. 
we expect that reducing the influence of safety-focused individuals and institutions would reduce the likelihood that advanced AI is developed and deployed in safe ways. One example of safety dialogues reducing influence could happen if there are participants from both the United States and China. Participants from these countries might be perceived as engaging with geopolitical adversaries. This could be seen as illegitimate or treacherous by some observers, possibly reducing their influence. As a different example, government officials may interpret the actions of participants as attempts to conduct foreign policy on their behalf. This might cause a backlash, further reducing the influence of participants or the field in general. Additionally, a safety dialogue itself might become seen as tainted, reducing the influence of the dialogue as an institution. This seems to have happened in historical cases, such as sometimes with the Pugwash Conferences, Rubinson, 2019, pages 156-158. Possible solutions. There are strong arguments for the value of safety dialogues. Giving these arguments should often be sufficient to rebut any criticism of safety dialogues as a concept, or of the people who attend them. In particular, because AI catastrophes could have extremely wide-ranging effects, everyone benefits from AI, relevant actors having a better understanding of safety concerns. This remains the case even if those actors are rivals or are based in countries that one does not like. Indeed, there is ample precedent of the US and China, as well as other geopolitical rivals, having dialogues or otherwise communicating in order to reduce risks that affect them both, Henel, 2021. Imbri and Kanya, 2019, pages 6-7. Miller, 2021. As well as making these arguments, organizers can take additional steps to reduce the likelihood of safety dialogues reducing the influence of safety-focused actors. Frame the event as not attempting to benefit some countries over others. This would reduce the chance of the dialogue being misinterpreted as a political maneuver, and reaffirm its purpose as a venue for addressing important safety issues. It would also underscore the idea that AI safety is of global concern, rather than confined to any particular country's agenda. Try to avoid conversations that might be perceived as making foreign policy without authorization. For example, facilitators can clarify that all participants are only representing themselves. Invite participants from a range of countries so that the safety dialogue is less likely to be seen purely through the lens of US-China. Geopolitical competition. This would reduce issues around talking to geopolitical adversaries, such as the risk of it seeming illegitimate, or of appearing to be doing foreign policy. That said, there are trade-offs to inviting participants from a wider range of countries, as discussed above. Invite participants with diverse views about the other countries that are sending participants. This would reduce the likelihood of participants being exclusively hawkish or dovish towards the other countries, and of them being perceived as such. Such a perception might reduce the influence of the safety dialogues among audiences that are more or less hawkish than they perceive the dialogues to be. Subheading. Diffusing AI Capabilities Insights. The Problem. AI safety dialogues might spread insights about how to build more capable AI systems. We call this phenomenon, capabilities diffusion. Capabilities diffusion might happen if the participants do technical AI work and want to discuss their work with each other or if they are unable to have nuanced conversations about AI safety without discussing specific approaches in AI capabilities. The fact that AI safety insights and AI capabilities insights are so intertwined makes this phenomenon more likely to happen. Cristiano et al., 2023, pages 1-2. Hendricks and Mazika, 2022, 
pages 7-9. We are particularly concerned about two ways in which capabilities diffusion could be harmful. First, diffusion could speed up the rate of progress at the AI frontier. We expect that this increases catastrophic and existential risk by leaving less time for technical or governance work to reduce risks from AI systems before these systems are sufficiently advanced to potentially be extremely dangerous. Hendricks et al., 2023, pages 17-20. Hendricks and Mazika, 2022, pages 7-9. That said, there is a complicated relationship between the pace of AI capabilities progress and safety. Second, diffusion could increase multipolarity, that is broaden the number of actors who are able to build advanced AI systems. We expect that greater multipolarity would be harmful, because it would make coordination on safety measures harder, and it would increase the risk of one actor recklessly or maliciously deploying advanced AI. Capabilities diffusion should not, however, be overstated as a risk. The main reason for this is that the marginal effect of safety dialogues on diffusion seems small. If researchers want to share an insight about capabilities, they are already reasonably able to do so, such as by presenting at a conference or publishing a paper. If, by contrast, a participant already thinks that it is bad to diffuse capabilities insights, they would presumably try to stick to that principle also in the case of safety dialogues. Indeed, if the safety dialogue includes participants from the US and China, participants might be particularly likely to be careful to avoid sharing capabilities insights. The relationship between these countries is often seen in terms of tech competition and industrial espionage. Possible solutions Organizers can take several steps to reduce the risks of capabilities diffusion while still enabling valuable conversations about safety. They should establish clear guidelines against participants sharing specific technical insights that could accelerate AI capabilities progress, and vet potential participants to select those likely to respect such norms. Organizers can also try to structure discussions to focus as much as possible on conceptual issues related to safety rather than technical specifics of cutting-edge capabilities work, though disentangling the two may be challenging for detailed safety conversations. Additionally, they might want to consider limiting participation only to researchers who are not directly involved in advancing the capabilities. Frontier themselves, if the inclusion of cutting-edge capabilities researchers does not seem particularly valuable for that dialogue. Subheading. 4. Interventions to discuss at safety dialogues. The AI governance field has identified several promising interventions to reduce catastrophic and existential risks from advanced AI. This section gives an overview of interventions that seem especially promising. We focus on interventions that it might be fruitful to discuss in an international AI safety dialogue. Discussing these interventions at safety dialogues could be helpful for creating consensus and understanding about which interventions would be technically and politically achievable. Safety dialogues may also be a helpful stepping stone to any international coordination that is needed in order to implement desirable AI safety interventions. That said, a reviewer with relevant experience noted that events of this kind generally work best when all participants have a sense of co-creating. As such, if organizers do suggest discussing specific proposals during a safety dialogue, they should be sure to leave enough room that individual participants can meaningfully shape the end result of the discussion. This section is organized into three parts. We first summarize an overarching plan for avoiding AI risks. Second, we highlight several best practices that could be implemented by AGI labs. Third, we do the same for best practices that could be implemented by other AI-relevant actors. 
our impression is that there is fairly strong consensus within the AI governance and safety fields in favor of the interventions discussed in this section. In particular, our overarching safety plan is similar to the measures proposed in two papers that were co-authored by many of the leading figures in those fields, Andaljung et al., 2023, Chevlain et al., 2023. Additionally, the best practices that we highlight scored highly in two recent surveys of those fields, Rauker and Aird, 2023, Schuett et al., 2023. Subheading. Overarching AI Safety Plan. In this subsection we first sketch out a high-level plan or package of measures for minimizing catastrophic and existential risks, from AI misalignment. We then discuss ways in which safety dialogues could contribute to this plan. Subheading. Components of the plan. National-level licensing of cutting-edge training runs. AI labs would have to obtain a license from a national regulator before training highly capable new models. The license could stipulate that the lab undertakes particular safety measures. The main requirement that we have in mind is pre-deployment safety evaluations carried out by a third party. We discuss this just below. There could, however, be additional safety requirements, such as cybersecurity requirements to reduce the likelihood that powerful models are stolen by malicious or reckless actors. For more on national-level licensing, see Andaljung et al., 2023, in particular Section 3. Pre-deployment safety evaluations. As a requirement to receive a license, AI labs would have to commit to evaluate the safety of a model before deploying it. If a model does not pass safety evaluations, it should not be deployed. These evaluations would ideally be carried out by external third parties to reduce undue incentives on the evaluator to declare a model safe. Chevlain et al., 2023, identify two kinds of safety evaluation. Dangerous capability evaluations assess the capability of a model to do harm, while alignment evaluations assess the propensity of a model to do harm. Dangerous capabilities are generally offensive capabilities. They are useful for gaining influence, for example manipulation, or threatening security, for example weapons acquisition. Some dangerous capabilities, for example self-proliferation are capabilities that would be useful for a misaligned system that is attempting to evade human oversight. Early work on safety evaluations is already underway, with ArcEvals doing dangerous capability evaluations on Claude and GPT-4, Chevlain et al., 2023, page 10. Tracking large compute clusters. The training runs that produce advanced AI systems require large numbers of specialized AI-relevant chips, compute. Additionally, efficient training runs generally require the chips to be in close proximity to each other, that is in, clusters. These properties provide a practical mechanism for enforcing regulations about AI development. Governments could set up systems to monitor who owns large amounts of compute, and in particular, large compute clusters. For example, governments could track the possession of individual AI-relevant chips in registries. With this system, Governments would presumably need to require people who buy or sell compute to update the listed owner in the registry, whenever chips change hands. If an actor is known to have a lot of compute but is not applying for any training run licenses, then regulators can know to check for unauthorized training runs, Shavit, 2023, pages 12-13. Whittlestone et al., 2022-2023. Subheading. Role for safety dialogues in the overarching plan. This package of safety measures described could be implemented at the national level by individual countries. 
safety dialogues could help turn the package of measures into best practices that are implemented in various individual jurisdictions. For example, safety dialogues could be valuable for designing the best possible version of this package, and for increasing consensus about the value of these measures. It might be particularly valuable to implement the package of safety measures at the international level, such as with a treaty between countries. An international version might limit races to the bottom between countries on safety standards, Ho et al., 2023, pages 5 minus 6. Shavit, 2023, pages 1 minus 2. With an internationalized version of these measures, licenses for cutting edge training runs might come not from national regulators, but rather from international institutions. Similarly, the measures could be enforced with tracking of compute at the international, rather than national, level. As well as supporting national implementations, safety dialogues could be helpful for increasing consensus about the value of an international regime, and about how the international regime should work if countries did decide to implement it. Relevant design questions include How can countries verify and enforce the agreement? To prevent the suspicion of violations by motivated state actors, the agreement might need sophisticated verification and enforcement mechanisms, such as hardware-enabled mechanisms, on AI-relevant chips. For some thoughts on how this could work, see Baker, 2023, and Shavit, 2023. Who decides what training runs or models are sufficiently safe, and how? Which countries should join the regime? Subheading. Best practices for AI labs. In addition to the overarching plan discussed above, it might be helpful for safety dialogues to discuss specific measures that could be implemented to reduce risks. This subsection focuses on best practices that could be implemented by individual AI labs. There are several measures that individual AI labs could take to increase safety, and that seem beneficial even if these measures are not reciprocated by other labs. Measures here are taken from Shuit et al., 2023. The authors surveyed 51 experts from labs, academia, and civil society about best practices for AGI labs. We cite the five measures that had the most support. For each measure here, 98% of respondents either somewhat or strongly agreed that AGI should implement it. Although the five measures here received the most agreement, all but one of the 50 measures in the survey had majority agreement. The most promising measures according to the Shuit et al. survey are 1. Pre-deployment risk assessment. AGI labs should take extensive measures to identify, analyze, and evaluate risks from powerful models before deploying them. 2. Dangerous capability evaluations. AGI labs should run evaluations to assess their models' dangerous capabilities, for example misuse potential, ability to manipulate, and power-seeking behavior. 3. Third-party model audits. AGI labs should commission third-party model audits before deploying powerful models. 4. Safety restrictions. AGI labs should establish appropriate safety restrictions for powerful models after deployment, for example restrictions on who can use the model, how they can use the model, and whether the model can access the internet. 5. Red teaming. AGI labs should commission external red teams before deploying powerful models. As with the other measures highlighted in section 4, discussing these measures at safety dialogues could be helpful for increasing international consensus about what interventions would be valuable. Two specific forms of increasing consensus seem particularly relevant in the context of these measures. 
First, it would be helpful for safety dialogues to explore whether Chinese experts would also be excited for these measures, and whether the measures would also work well for Chinese labs. Shuit et al., 2023, focused in particular on labs in the West and seemed to have only surveyed experts in the West. Second, participants at safety dialogues could attempt to find ways to make these measures more concrete, while still retaining a consensus that they are beneficial. The survey authors note that they describe the measures in an abstract way and that this may have contributed to the high apparent consensus. Shuit et al., 2023, page 10. Subheading. Best practices for other relevant actors. Actors other than AI labs could also implement best practices to increase AI safety, even without other actors reciprocating. We focus here on measures that were particularly supported by experts in the Rauka and Aird, 2023, survey. The following measures are the goals from the survey that seem particularly relevant to international AI safety dialogues, in particular because they might ideally be done by a heterogeneous group of countries. All had a mean excitement score of 1.4 or 1.5. This is between a little excited, 1, and moderately excited, 2. Shift AI publication norms toward don't always publish everything right away. This might be beneficial because it would reduce capabilities diffusion, a problem discussed earlier in the report and in Cotier, 2022. Spreading information about how to build advanced AI systems seems harmful to us. In particular, it might accelerate AI development, leaving less time for safety, and increase the number of actors at the frontier of AI development, making it harder for the leading labs to coordinate on safety. Improve the AI incidents database. An improved database of safety failures might make it easier to communicate with policymakers and the general public about AI safety failures. It might also improve researchers' ability to learn from these incidents. See McGregor. 2020, for detail on the existing database. Increase the liability of AI product providers for harms caused by their products. This might incentivize progress on AI safety and security practices. We hope that discussing these measures will help participants to converge on the types of actions that they should be encouraging institutions in their home countries to take, and then motivate them to do this encouragement. Heading. Acknowledgements. We are grateful to Sean O'Higate, Olivia Shen, and the participants of an IAPS Work in Progress seminar for their discussion and input. We are also grateful to Adam Papineau for copy editing. Heading. Appendix. Additional detail on the Strand 1 case studies. Subheading. Cases that we selected. We provide a little more detail here on the three past events that contribute to our recommendations of best practices. Pugwash conferences during the Cold War, from 1957. These conferences brought together scientists from both sides of the Iron Curtain to discuss disarmament, particularly in relation to nuclear weapons. The conferences are credited with reducing nuclear risk by contributing to the Limited Test Ban Treaty, 1962, and the Antiballistic Missile Treaty, 1972, Rubinson, 2019, page 3. There are, however, limitations to what we can learn from this case. In particular, an example from decades ago might no longer have lessons for today. Additionally, in contrast to our hopes for safety dialogues, Chinese participants had comparatively little involvement with Pugwash, Barrett, 2020, page 190. That said, there were many Soviet participants in Pugwash. The USSR during the Cold War may be more helpful than Cold War China as an example for thinking about contemporary China's relationship to the US. 
Asilomar Conference on Recombinant DNA Molecules, 1975. Asilomar brought together scientists to design influential safety guidelines for performing recombinant DNA research. This is a good example of an event that reduced risks from new technology, GRACE, 2015. That said, Asilomar has limited relevance in that it mostly did not bring together experts from countries with strained relationships. Participants were mostly from institutions in the US or close allies, though there were a few from the USSR. Cross-Cultural AI Ethics and Governance Workshop Series, from 2019. These, approximately, yearly events explicitly bring together participants from Eastern and Western countries to improve international cooperation, on AI, but without an explicit focus on catastrophic or existential risk, Center for Long-Term Artificial Intelligence, 2022, Ohaigate et al., 2020. Subheading. Cases that we did not select. We identified some cases that are somewhat relevant to our criteria, but that are not sufficiently relevant to be included in this comparatively short report. We list these cases here in case they are helpful for more comprehensive work and to give a better sense of our reasoning. Specific track I, track 1.5, or track 2 events. Track 2 dialogues contribute to informing our best practices. They are the second knowledge strand that we draw on. That said, this strand mostly draws on best practices that have already been identified by practitioners in that field, and that are not specific to safety dialogues. It might be helpful to look at specific track I, track 1.5, or track 2 dialogues and identify lessons that are relevant for safety dialogues in particular. Examples that might be particularly relevant include the US-China track 1.5 and track 2 dialogues about nuclear security. Wheeler, 2014, and the Track I Shangri La Dialogue, which involves both the US and China, KP and Taylor, 2010. Historical cases of US China exchange diplomacy. These are many cases of non governmental exchanges that potentially improved relations between participants' home countries, including in the US China relationship. The most analogous exchanges to safety dialogues would be the ones between scientists. That said, there are also well-known cases of exchanges between groups such as athletes and musicians, Millwood, 2022, page 3. Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. We avoided selecting this case because it involves far more participants than the event that we have in mind. Additionally, the IPCC is less focused on influencing policy than safety dialogues might be, aiming to be, policy-relevant, but not policy-prescriptive, Vardy et al., 2017, page 56. That said, the attempt to reach international consensus about a major risk is clearly relevant to safety dialogues. Thanks for listening. The original text contained 91 footnotes which were omitted from the narration.